Bienvenidos and welcome back to Puro Pinche Gol, a place we discuss all things USMNT y la Selección Mexicana. My name is Adrian. I'm joined once again by my co-host and Tocayo, Adrian. Adrian, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, dude, I'm doing Sunday evening, getting ready for the week and uh, just chilling like a villain, dude. Getting ready for this uh, All-State Continental Clásico that we're also eager yeah. to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> cool man good to be here with you again man uh you know this episode we're gonna be giving our preview for the april 19th uh friendly aka the all-state content clasico that will be played in arizona um el juego molero as we've called it the cash grab of all cash grabs oh, yeah. um we're gonna be discussing our probable lineups the things to look for players to look for and kind of giving our score predictions there at the end so Adrian, uh let's let's get right into it man you know, before we kind of discuss and dissect the uh, the teams, uh, let's give some background on this on this match. This is the first annual All-State Contento Clásico. Um, it's going to be an annual contest between the USMNT and rivals from either North, Central, or South America. This first year is obviously against Mexico. Um, first edition is going to be held in Phoenix, Arizona. And what can we expect of the game? You know, probably an 80% pro-Mexican crowd and atmosphere. And, uh, you know, as you covered last time, this is a non-FIFA official friendly. So uh, clubs aren't really necessary or uh, needed or obligated to uh, release their players. So uh, yeah. it's mainly going to be a um, MLS and Liga MX uh, friendly with uh, each yeah, team so- having coincidentally a Barcelona uh, le- uh, fullback. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, there's one thing that I want to say, though, is so I've been going online, online reading a lot of people saying that uh, this is not like an MLS against Liga MX uh, game uh, because if that was the case, there should have been like an all-star for both leagues. But this is, to be clear, the best U.S., I guess, U.S. MLS-based players and Mexican Liga MX-based players, right? Yeah, it's not an all-star match mm-hmm. because you don't have, uh, you know, exactly. uh, like the foreigners that play in the leagues playing obviously mm-hmm. this is just the mexican exactly. ones versus the american players yeah good point there um let's dive right into uh Tonyo hudson's voice uh the usmnt um quick update since our last video last video we kind of discussed the the roster um gave our impressions on the roster that he released for this match uh two players have since uh, withdrawn from the camp uh paula riola and christian roldan Arreola uh, withdrew to, uh, due to experience a tightness in his right hamstring while Rodan uh, began um, concussion return to play protocol uh, at the end of last week. So uh, it's too soon for him to return. Um, so in their place comes Paxton Pomical from FC Dallas, a midfielder. So um, that's kind of interesting because I know you and I had kind of discussed that the USMNT kind mm-hmm. of uh, their midfield was lacking real going forward presence. So Paxton kind of brings that back to them so we'll get into that um so i'm not really going to dive right into the roster you know we've we, we made that a previous episode that kind of discussed it so um that was just kind of the uh the, the quick edit um you know regarding this roster i i see him playing a 4-3-3 uh four defenders three midfielders three forwards and uh the possible starting lineup let me give you my predictions and i'll let you kind of uh, jump in and kind of give me your your thoughts here i think um mm-hmm. Roman Salentano is going to be the starting starting goalkeeper. He's been great this season, deserved. Uh, he's got like, he's tied for the most clean sheets in the league. So um, 
he'll probably be starting goalkeeper. I have at left back Caleb Wiley, center back the two World Cup veterans Aaron Long and Walker Zimmerman, and uh, right back starting at least uh, Sergio Dest um, to kind of give that a uh, presence of uh, you know experience and uh, someone that's kind of you know been there and done it. Um, in the midfield, I have left midfield uh, Paxton Pamical, the guy that replaced uh, Christian Rodan and uh, Paula Riola. Mm-hmm. Uh, center midfield, kind of you know the engine of the team. I kind of have Aiden Morris, and right mid. This is going to be a weird one. Uh, out in uh, left field, I, I haven't gave up on these Sonora bros, bro. Um, <laughs> Dude, Alan Sonora. <laughs> I, the only reason I have him playing is because he gave him minutes in camp cupcake in january so i'm thinking he'll probably give him some minutes here um the forwards i you know i think he has a decent selection of forwards to choose from uh left forward he has uh el caballo cal kate cal uh center forward i think just because of the recent form and how jesus ferreira has been scoring uh, the last two or three matches he'll probably start him as the lone center forward and right forward uh will be um jordan morris who's been doing amazing in the league uh, what do you think of that? You know, this four three three is kind of based off of the um, what Anthony Hudson chose for the Serbia and Colombia matches back in January. He played. He he seems to really like that formation, especially with these MLS players. So, um, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. No, I I agree with with pretty much every every single player you have chosen here. Um, I think it's a no brainer that Salentano plays, even though he got trashed yesterday. Five nil. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that doesn't change uh, Tonyo Hudson's mind. But uh, out of the out of every every single player that he has eligible for us to play for for the goalie position, um, he's definitely the, the one with the best form right now. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Wiley, no brainer. I think it's a good call to put the two World Cup veterans, uh, Walker Zimmerman and Aaron Long, and I just think he's doing doing uh, Sergio Des a solid right. Hey. I'm gonna give you some play time. You might not be the best form right now, uh, but you, right. but you're definitely better than the you know MLS option. So why not? There's only one thing that I probably will say, maybe uh, that I think he will play differently rather than uh, your midfield line. I think definitely he's gonna put Paxton Pomical, Aiden Morris, but I think he's gonna use Kellen Acosta rather than mm-hmm. Sonora. And I see Kellen Acosta being like you know that contención, that CDM the number five, and then having Aiden Morris and uh, Paxton Pomical playing, not necessarily, you know, uh, center attacking midfielder, but CM, and then helping going up and down, uh, depending on the on the, on the the offensive or defensive drive. And then uh, I think that he will definitely play Jordan Morris. Um, I have the feeling that he might be starting uh, Brandon Vasquez. And I'm not saying this because I'm a Brandon Vasquez fan, but I think he... Uh, <laughs> I, I think he offers better uh, aerial support for Jordan Morris. And I think he also will start with El Caballo Cabo on the other flank. So that's the only reason why I feel Brandon Vasquez will start over Jesus Ferreira, just because of, you know, his his, uh, his strength, his body, and the way that he's able to, you know, stand up and hold the play, hold the play and cater to, the, you know, the needs of his space for Jordan Morris and El Caballo yeah. Cabo. Yeah, no, uh, you you kind of, my two doubts, you know, in my prediction were those two that you called out. Uh, Alan Sonora um, and Kellen Acosta, between those guys, it was, I was like coin flip. So 
Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I could see that going either way. And the only reason I had Jesus Ferreira going, you know, starting was just because he's kind of been have like two, three goals in the past yeah. two or three games. And mm-hmm. uh, Vasquez has kind of calmed down a little bit. But um, other than that, yeah, I'm glad we agree on that. Um, let's see if uh, Tonyo Hudson agrees there. Um, let's see. Yeah, man. So a couple things to look for, players to watch here. Uh, number one, I have El Caballo Cal, Kate Cal. Um, he was one of the standouts back in January, one of our favorite players back in January and um, yeah. in the January Camp Cupcake. And, uh, you know, he's a player that could also potentially play for Mexico still. Um, he's dangerous in the flank. He's good at holding the ball and, uh, you know, distributing. And I feel like a majority of the play is going to come through his side of the of the field. Um, so definitely one to watch. Uh, Jordan Morris, another one, you know, currently the MLS's top scorer with eight goals. Uh, he's been scoring a lot recently and yeah. uh, he's hot. So might as well, uh, you know, keep that streak going. And, uh, you know, again, he's one of the, I believe there was eight or 10, uh, world cup veterans on this squad. He wasn't one of the world cup starters, but he got some minutes of the world cup. So, uh, he'll be able to bring that experience to the, to the fold here. Just um, like Celentano, Jordan Morris had a really bad game last night, man. Yeah. Uh, they play uh, Seattle Thunder play against the Timber and they lost four one. He he didn't play well. He wasn't good. Yeah, it might be just uh, he's got his mind on this game already. At least that's what I hope <laughs> is the case. <laughs> They're like already like yeah. in Phoenix mentally. Um, <laughs> I yeah, him. a lot of these guys yeah played bad this this Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing to look for the center back pairing of Zimmerman and Long, uh, two again World Cup veterans. Uh, Zimmerman more so played more minutes. Obviously, I don't think Long played a minute. Um, but uh, they'll be tested a lot. I feel uh, Mexico's um, midfield and, uh, you know, especially their forward, Henry Martin, is going to be, you know, eager to, you know, attack. And, you know, the, the midfield that Mexico has, I feel, has more is more dynamic than the U.S.'s. So they'll be, um, I feel like they'll have more possession of the ball. So between these two guys, they'll be, they'll be having to do a lot of cleanup duty, a lot of uh, making sure, you know, there's clearances, making sure they're tracking back. So, Having those two experienced guys at least starting um, will be interesting to see and uh, probably their best yeah. option. Totally um, agree. Because, I mean, Zimmerman has played against Mexico for, you know, plenty of yeah. times. So he must know. The, he, he he definitely has experience and the, the mental dexterity to deal with these kind of games with uh, keeping, keeping I guess, keeping in the back of his mind that he's technically playing as a, as a home team but has <laughs> a away crowd, right? Yeah. It's probably the one of the few nations on earth that has that situation, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and another one we kind of talked about already, Celentano, uh, just his debut. Um, had been the best keeper in the MLS all season, tied for first and clean sheets five out of eight games. And, uh, you know, just one to look out for his debut, especially against their, you know, rivals, Mexico, in this Continental mm-hmm. Clásico. Um, had a crappy game this past game, but uh, again, let's just hope that was kind of a, he got it all out of his system there. Um, <laughs> before we move on to kind of giving our score predictions at the end, man, why don't we go through Mexico, what we think uh, their starting lineup will be and just things to look out for. So uh, take it away, man. Sure. So in, in for, for uh, El Tri's case, right, um, I think there's definitely w- way more pressure for Diego Coca than there is for Tonyo Hudson. We have said this on our previous two uh, episodes. Don't forget to check them out uh, and leave your comments if you like him. Um, but anyways, I think that there's two there's two ways that Diego Coca can attack this specific game. 
there's the 4-2-3-1 formation and the 5-3-2 formation. These are two these are two lineups that Diego Coca often uses. Uh, and those are the his like go-to uh formations, even when he was at Atlas, when he was with Tigres. And if you go back to the most recent two games, he played with a 4-2-3-1 against uh, Suriname and a 5-3-2 against uh, Jamaica. So <clears throat> I think I had the feeling that he might be overthinking this, but these are the two formations that I anticipate to see. I mm-hmm. Personally, I prefer the 5-3-2-1, but I'll walk you through the, the lineup for each one of them. And I can give you some some of my pointers as to why I see them, you know, using either or, or why are the benefits of each one, right? So sure. I think for both of them, regardless if it's the four two three one or the five three two, the goalkeeper has to be Acevedo. Um, I know he's calling up Luis Angel Malagón, who has been having, um, you know, three last good games. He he had he wasn't starting with America. Uh, he started playing, I think, on the match day eight, if I'm not mistaken, or match day match day twelve, something like that, very recently. So I don't think Luis Angel Malagón and I don't think Tony Rodriguez are, you know, up to the challenge and remove Acevedo for, for that first string spot. But I guess whatever training they have can prove me wrong. Um, defense. Looking at the 4-2-3-1. This would include Julian Araujo as a right back, Nestor, Nestor Araujo as a center back, Israel Reyes as, as, as a second center back, and then the left uh the, the left left back is going to be Jesus Gallardo. Um, <clears throat> the midfield for this for this lineup will be two center midfielders with Luis Chavez and Eric Sanchez from Pachuca. The right wing will be <clears throat> uh, manned by Piojo Alvarado. Left wing by Uriel Antuna. And then the central attacking midfielder will be in the hands of Charlie Rodriguez. And the attacker, I think, is it's a it's a no brainer here. It's a it's an easy it's easy answer. He only has two options: is Roberto de la Rosa. Or Henry Martin, and I think we both know who's going to be starting. It's uh, yeah. it has to be Henry Martin. There's there's no way Roberto La Rosa can start, even though he's been playing very well this season. Um, Henry Martin has 13 goals out of uh, 15 uh, match days, so he, he's just on fire, man. I mean, he's he's on track to to become the top scorer for this specific tournament, and he's going to be the next Mexican to win that accolade uh, f- for the last seven years. So, Jeez. there's you know it's, it's a no-brainer. Over Do here. your Henry Martin celebration. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm expecting that one, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, I um, see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we will. I, uh, I I I agree with you, man. I think uh, regardless of the formation, Acevedo starts, Henry Martin starts. There's a couple of you know that you know are in for sure. Um, Julian Araujo starts, uh, Luis Chavez starts, um, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think those four or five names are pretty much, you know, straight straight on the sh- on the sheet. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we'll finally be able to, you know, we we kind of we kind of noticed that Acevedo still hasn't moved his way up to being the number one keeper for La Selección's A team. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, he has to take his chance with these even Juego Moleros to be able to try to move his way yeah, up. Yeah, man. And um, yeah, I mean, what, what is there to say? I, I, I the, the the defense it's except for probably Nestor Araujo. It's, you know, who you'd expect to play. Um, yeah. And uh, Henry Martin, like you said, the first Mexican to probably win that accolade in years. So he's been on fire. In Definitely years. a yeah, a mandatory start there. Um, so why don't you give us your thoughts you, on 5 three, two, one? 
Definitely. So the, the biggest changes on the 5-3-2-1 is uh, he's going to be losing one midfielder. He's going to be earning or uh, winning a an attacker. And he's also going to be uh, winning a, uh, what's it called, a, a defender. So in this case, uh, sorry, he's losing two midfielders and uh, w- winning one striker or one attacker and one defender. defender. So the, the biggest change in the 5-3-2 formation would be having Victor Guzman from Monterrey playing as a third center back, uh, which will be mm-hmm. great if he gets to play. I think he should be should be starting ahead of Nestor Araujo because Nestor Araujo yeah. is not a regular <laughs> starting player right now. But right. I think that's not going to be the case. Uh, and, the, you know, the two, the two pretty much the defense stays the same with addition of Victor Guzman. The midfield changes the most with the removal of Eric Sanchez and the removal of Piojo Alvarado, I think. Um, if he goes with the 5-3-2 uh, formation, I'm pretty well, I'm not going to say pretty sure, but I, I have a strong feeling that we, we will see Aldo Rocha as a central defensive midfielder mm. just because he's okay. the only one that is nominally a CDM, uh, f- judging from the roster. He will keep Luis Chavez and he will keep Charlie Rodriguez. And as attackers, even though uh, normally when you see a 5-3-2, you have the two, two strikers or two attackers at the same height of the pitch, mm-hmm. I think, given Diego Coca's uh, play style, I have the feeling that either he's going to be playing Alexis Vegas just a little bit behind Henry Martin, and he, and he might take advantage of Alexis Vegas maybe dropping that line, coming in closer to the midfield, grabbing the ball, turning around, and either serving uh, one of the one of the wing uh, the wingbacks, so either Julian Araujo or Jesus Yardo going you know full pitch, yeah. or trying to find uh, a combination between Charlie Rodriguez and uh, Henry Martin. So I, I think Alexis Vega will be taking that role, if that's the case. I don't. I really don't see uh, Roberto de la Rosa or Henry Martin playing at the same time uh, in the pitch, unless it's a situation where Mexico is losing 1-0 and it's the 90th, 90th minute and he's just going to throw bodies at it, right? Yeah. And, you know, something we kind of didn't discuss here is um... – you know, since this is a, a game that's, you know, not even a friendly, not even an official friendly, there's obviously going to be the ability to make 10 plus changes, you know. It's going to be one of those games where we're going to see maybe, I don't know, depending on how serious they take this, I don't know if they want to just give everybody a chance. If at the second half, we're going to see like a completely different squad. Um, so you you really don't know at this point. But um, yeah, man, that, I'm interested to see that 5-3-2-1. That, that sounds like a... Like, a, like an aggressive, lineup, huh? aggressive lineup, yeah, for sure. So um, on, on your on your thing of maybe seeing like a second team on the second half, I think that's something that the USMNT can afford. I really yeah. don't see Diego Coca taking that big of a risk because even though this game doesn't mean anything for any of the teams, it's just an exhibition match that um, that the US is, is putting together. Like next year is not even going to be against Mexico; it's going to be against someone else. Um, Diego, it's, it's a right. high risk game for Diego Coca. Like he cannot afford yeah. to lose this one, so I don't see him making a lot of changes uh, on you know from from the first half to the second half. Yeah, he's in it to 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 win it for sure. While Tonya Hudson's probably <laughs> in it to maybe see and experiment with you know rosters and uh, you know formations. He's enjoying the ride. He is, man. He in for the ride. So what what are we? What are some of the key points and key players to look out for, man? So definitely, if if Victor Guzman gets to play as a starter or just subbing, I think this is great. Um, he is a, a very strong prospect for Lingo Mekis. He definitely has European future. 
within the next, uh, you know, within the next few years or even like a couple of years. I anticipate him moving to the European football in the next two years. Um, he's only 20 years old. He's He's been playing great alongside Hector Moreno in in Monterrey. Um, I think if he gets to start and if he has a great performance during this game, regardless if Mexico loses or wins, this is going to be monumental not only for him, but for also mm -hmm. La Selección Mexicana because you're going to be finding a good uh, third center back in the event that either Israel Reyes, I mean, you know, one of the three three potential starters, right? Either yeah. Johan Vasquez or uh, Cachorro Montes have, you know, a uh, a string of bad games or your poor performance, poor form. You can definitely count on him and he will, you know, he'll be ready for the challenge. So I think Victor Guzman is one of those things that it's a, it's a, it's one of those players to watch if he starts or even if he get if he subs. Um, the other player that of course we have to be on the lookout is for Henry Martin. As I said, this man is on fire. Uh, yesterday he had an outstanding game against um, Cruz Azul. He gave an assist and he also scored a goal. So this guy, this man is not tired of you know proving himself out there. He's ready to put up a good fight, and I'm excited to see him against Zimmerman and Aaron Long. Yeah, that'll be a good uh, good contest there. Uh, you know, you got Henry Martin, who's really physical, who's really good at holding mm -hmm. up the play, versus two slower defenders, but two defenders that are do well at what they're supposed to do, defend. Um, exactly. So it, it'll, it'll be nice to see that matchup and see how um, how uh, Julian Araujo and the um, and uh, Jesus Gallardo are able to kind of take advantage of those slower center backs. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, what else, man? So uh, another couple of things that I, I think we should be paying attention to is definitely uh, Carlos Acevedo's performance on this game. I think it's a great challenge. Um, he... He was um, he, he played against Suriname, which I don't think it's a you know big that big of a challenge anyways. Uh, for the bigger challenge, who that was Jamaica, Memochoa was there. I think this is the first time or the first trial he's going to have to prove that he at least deserves to have that uh, that second string spot. Um, as I said, he has Luis Angel Malagón behind him, and then maybe the, the likes of David Ochoa, Alan Padilla, and even Tony Rodriguez, which I think Tony Rodriguez is like the It's the longest shot of all of, of all of them, to be being honest with you. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is this is a good chance for him to just you know tell Diego Coca and Doña Fede and the entire L3 fan base that you know he's ready to take that spot. He ready to, he ready to take to claim that uh, the throne or of that position. And so let's see. I mean, I'm excited. He he uh, he definitely is going to have good opposition in the likes of Brandon Vasquez, of Jordan Morris. And uh, El Caballo Cabo, all of them have great uh, long distance and good inbox reactions. So yeah. we'll see. It's going to be a good challenge, definitely. Yeah, cool, man. Um, and then, you know, I, uh, I guess lastly, the last thing that I that I want to that I I want to make sure that you know all the PPG fan base out there pays attention to during the game is El Titere Coca's demeanor. Um, I want you know you, you can definitely tell that he's he's feeling the heat right he's feeling yeah. uh, the pressure building up even though he had you know a decent start of his tenure as the as el, as el um, uh coach so I have the feeling that this is going to be the first time that we see him frustrated and flustered if things don't go his way um, it's going to be a good challenge to for him to prove that he has the tempo 
and he has the uh, I guess the the mental strength to put up with a match that even though it doesn't mean anything has uh, has great repercussions in how the, the the national media and the national fan is going to look at you for the next few games because if you lose this one man he's going to be uh swimming against the current during that nations league game and he as is at is at the edge or at the at the verge of showing up to that match for nations league in las vegas mm-hmm. and on knowing that most likely mo- the majority of the fans are going to be mexican they're not going to be rooting for him They're going to be waiting for the team to have a mistake, to play bad, to just go all out and boo him. I don't know. I This might be one of the few parts, points where we disagree on something here. Um, I don't think the Mexican fan, the Mexican-American fan in the U.S. boos La Selección Mexicana. Um, that's something that's seen in Mexico. Um, the Mexico fans in Mexico, the Mexican nationals are more critical than the Mexican American Mexican fans. Who's for the most part, not everybody, but it's just happy to be there at the game and supporting El three. Um, again, that's not everybody. We, we were critical of the, of the La Selección Mexicana and we'd boo them if they're playing like crap. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I've been to plenty of Mexico games, uh, here in the States and so have you. And uh, it's definitely a different atmosphere. I don't know. I, I I just feel like it's it's more. He's lucky to be playing that game in Las Vegas instead of playing it in Mexico, where he'd be feeling the heat yeah. like crazy. Um, I would. I but, uh, I agree on that specific point. Definitely, it's uh, it's just better for him that Mexico likes to play in the U.S. rather than in Mexico, actually. Yeah, uh, but I do agree that uh, you know, the heat's going to be on him if he loses this. Uh, counterpoint if he wins this does do you think that takes off the heat a little bit off him or you know it's still going to come down to that match in las vegas i think it, it gives me it gives him a you know a, a, a it replenishes his oxygen tanks that's pretty <laughs> much what it's doing right yeah. if he wins this one that, that's and that's the thing with this game for mexico it's like even though it doesn't mean anything if he loses it has a huge impact on on his image and the way that the the media is going to treat him right It's just yeah. going to make things worse than what what they are right now. If he wins, everyone's going to be like, well, that's expected, right? No one is expecting you to not win this game. Everyone's banking that you're going to you're gonna win it. And you have to win it because of the rivalry and because of what it means to the, to the uh, El Tri fan, right? Um, so this is, this is a high risk, very low reward game for Diego Coca, specifically for Diego Coca. Like El Tri, if they lose, I mean... <sighs> It's just going to be a one other, one, another El Tri shenanigan. That's pretty much what it's going to be. But for Diego Coca, <laughs> it's just going to get hotter, man. There's no way out yeah. of him. There's so, no way out for him. Sorry. Yeah, it's one of those games where if he wins, he won't get any accolades. He'll just be like, oh, nice. You won that game. That yeah, you won. And, and they're probably going to critique him anyways, right? Yeah. If he wins. You should have won if, four even if it's like, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Even if it's a convincing win. They're gonna still criticize him and say like, "Well, he didn't call this call up this player, or if he would have, you know, played this with this different formation, or he should have finished the game by the 50th minute." I don't know. So he cannot. He 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 won't he won't get a break, even if he wins. If he wins, they'll even say, "Ah, Estados Unidos, USA didn't bring their, you know, he he won't do this exactly. against their main lineup, you know, blah blah blah." <laughs> um, poor guy can't catch a break. Yeah, I yeah. Know, dude. 
Um, well, man, I mean, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be crazy to see what happens from that game, what the repercussions are for, for Mexico specifically, because USA, like we said, they're kind of um, chilling right now, especially Tonyo Hudson. Um, the real yeah. game is in the summer in Las Vegas. Um, Adrian, mm-hmm. before we take off, man, what are your score predictions for this game? I, I think, I personally think it's going to be a close game. That doesn't mean that it's going to be, you know, a low goal game. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I see like a 3-2 happening. Um, and I think the U.S. is going to take it, dude. I don't think Mexico, I don't think Mexico will take it. I think um, Mexico will wow. get very eager on, on attacking. Um, and it's going to be a tight game. I don't, I, I'm not, I don't see Mexico playing bad. But I think the U.S. will capitalize on those uh, options that they will have. And just, you know, make it happen. I, I don't, even even though Henry Martin is in better form than any of the uh, MLS uh, strikers or attack attacking players, um, mm-hmm. I just don't see him getting that many good balls inside the box or good combination of plays for him to be in the spot to just, you know, punt the ball or, you know, take the final shot for... For the goal, so I feel it's going to be like a three-two for the for the USMNT. Wow, interesting, man! Big big call there. I'm thinking a uh, two-two draw, and then Mexico takes it in penalties. That's what I'm Damn. thinking. Um, hey, do we know I, if it's going to be like a hundred twenty minute if they tie or if they go directly I, to penalties? I think game, it goes straight to penalties. Gotcha. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I think just because of the the nature of this game, how it's a friendly, uh, not even official friendly, I think that's kind of what they're doing now for that. Um, I I just don't think Mexico can afford to the Elko can afford to lose. Um, not that that means that you know they have to win, but uh, like I mean they have to win obviously, but that, that doesn't guarantee they'll win. Sorry, um, but I just think that they'll be playing with such so much pressure and they'll be playing with that. Hey man, we can't lose. We have to win this match. That they'll somehow pull it off. Um, <laughs> it'll I, again. I, it'll be high scoring, two two, close game. But um, I just feel like if it comes down to penalties, uh, Mexico has the better penalty takers, and uh, I just think it'll come down to that. Look, you're you're going with a team that historically speaking has a very bad record of winning games at a penalty shootout. Just yeah. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> In official matches, this is not an official. No, this is not an official. <laughs> all match. right, all right, all right, all right. You so, got me there. So we'll see. I mean, as long as they don't do a uh, David Beckham, you know, sends it to the moon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Adrian, you know, always fun picking your brain, brother. Um, you know, before we take off, man, where can our listeners find us, dude? Sure, dude. If you want to see our pretty faces, they can find us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the like button and turn on the notifications. If you're just okay listening to our beautiful voices, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast on. And lastly, but not least, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Puro Pinche Gol. We post stuff every now and then. Yeah, for sure. Follow us on your preferred social media platform and uh, make sure you guys comment on, uh, you know, below, uh, you know, who you guys have winning this match, where are you guys watching from, what city, are you in Mexico or the U.S.? Um, and, you know, who, who are y'all's favorite call-ups for, for each uh, team? You know, we love uh, reading y'all's comments and uh, hearing back from you guys and uh, kind of conversing with you guys for sure. So uh, make sure, uh, like Adrian said, hit uh, subscribe. So if y'all want to hear more from Purpichegol, um 
Adrian, so next time we talk, man, we'll be making the six things we learned videos. Uh, you guys make sure y'all follow us for those. Those get really interesting and uh, really fun to make. Um, Adrian, been a pleasure, man. See you in the next one, brother. As usual, man. Take it easy. See ya. <laughs>